family. What a wonderful day here at the fellowship. I'm Jennifer and here are some announcements. It's being a while, a coffee being that is. We are super excited to announce that the new and improved fellowship cafe has reopened. We are offering fresh brewed coffee, juices, and espresso based drinks such as cappuccino, lattes, and of course, everyone's favorite hot chocolate. We open 30 minutes before each service to provide you time to enjoy your favorite beverage and some fellowship. Just a reminder that no food or drinks are allowed in the sanctuary. So come early or stay late and enjoy some quality fellowship time over a delicious cup of coffee and the new and improved Fellowship Cafe. We are excited that Theater Camp for Kids is here. Theater camps are being offered for children in elementary school and for the youth in middle and high school. Now, all camps are from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Breakfast, lunch, and supplies will be provided, and the cost is only $5. Theater Camp for Youth in Middle School begins this Tuesday, July the 19th. Register your youth today, and please see Pastor Jackson for more information. The Food Pantry will distribute food on Saturday, July the 23rd, from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. The Food Pantry serves families in need in the 78412, the 78413, and the 78414 zip code areas, along with our fellowship families. Now, if you live in these areas, or you are in need, or you know someone in need, we invite you to come out July the 23rd. Join us for our second Landscape Day at our new campus, the Kingsville Christian Fellowship, on Saturday, July the 30th, from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. Be a part of beautifying our new Kingsville campus. Bring your gloves and your garden tools and be a part of a new and great thing that the Lord is doing. Please sign up in the foyer or you can call the church office to let us know we can expect you. Water baptism is a special time of publicly declaring before God and your church family your surrender to the Lord and His life. If you need to be water baptized, please sign up in the either foyer or you can call the church office. Please stop by the Resource Center, which is open after each Sunday service. You can obtain copies of our weekly messages, Pastor Don's teaching series, books, and the 2022 weekly devotional. All are available for purchase along with other items. Please stop by and build your spiritual library with these powerful resources. Thank you for your attention. And now we will continue with our wonderful worship service. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Good morning. Uh, it's good to see everybody here and want to welcome all of you first to our service today. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, and I would like to welcome those of you who are online, those of you who are in Corpus Christi and the Coastal Bend. Thank you for tuning in. Also want to say hello to those of, of us who are in uh, Asia and Africa, Europe, here in North America, South America, Australia, or the islands of the sea. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you. Uh, those of you who are, are uh, around the world, those of you who are, as I said, in Asia and Africa, I know you're always tuning in, and then we have those of you who are in Europe uh, doing it, and Central America also. So thank you so much again, and uh, we bless you. And the Bible teaches us that uh, we should be glad when we come into the house of the Lord. For the psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He said, our, our feet have been standing within your gates. 
O Jerusalem. I, I love that, that psalm. More and more, uh, since COVID, this COVID virus has just run, run rampant through the world, um, it, that has become more meaningful to me than ever, that you and I have, with great anticipation, come to the house of God. We're so excited to be uh, in the house of God, in the presence of, of brothers and sisters who love Jesus like we love Jesus. Thank you so much. And thank we thank God. So today we're going to just praise the Lord and just worship the Lord and give our all to Him. When we were kids back in the charismatic renewal, it's a great time. And I remember uh, we used to sing the song that we have come into the presence of the living God to be changed. Uh, we didn't come into His high and holy place to stay the same. And so uh, what, however we have been, whatever, how, whatever life has dealt us, you know, you can undo that in the presence of the Lord. You really can in the presence of the Lord. We're going to deal with that today in the service. Thank you again for being here. Reverend James Roots is here. He's going to be leading us in praise and worship. Amen. All right. And so, uh, so Brother James, we bless the people of God. We bless you. And we are so grateful for you. And now, Brother James. God wonders beyond our galaxy. You are
Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we are so grateful to you. There was a woman who was told by Jesus. He said, you can have water that you'll never thirst for anymore. And he was talking about a fountain of living water. And we now, all of us here that are born again today, have that fountain of living water residing, living in us. And we can change the atmosphere. And we can speak things into existence. And we can we can be a light in darkness. Lord, you have given us. You have enabled us. But Lord, there were a group of men that came out of the city when that lady went in and said, Come see a man. Come see a man that has told me everything that I've ever done. And those men said, We have heard him, and now we believe that this is indeed the Savior, the Son of God. And we too can say the same thing. We believe and we know the Savior, the Son of God, who lives in us, who is the giver of good things, who is the healer and restorer, who's the deliverer and the one that makes us free. Oh, hallelujah this morning, Lord. We thank you. We have a testimony. We have a testimony. Many of us in this room have gone through hail and high water. And you delivered. You made us free. Lord, thank you. We can testify of the goodness of God who held our hand, who helped us through, who made us, who made us more mature because of what we went through. Jesus, Jesus, like it's been preached in this house, we have history with God. David could fight against the giant because he remembered. He remembered that God delivered him through the lion and the bear. You delivered him. That's why he could stand up and say, you wicked Philistine, today you're going to die. Lord, in Jesus' name, we stand positioned in Christ Jesus who by himself and through himself brought us to himself. Lord Jesus, we bless you this morning. And we say you are worthy Worthy, worthy are you. Oh, thank you for the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Thank you for the blood. How efficacious is the blood that you took your own blood and went into the mercy seat. And forever we will never be condemned because you sprinkled your own blood in the mercy seat. It is that same blood that delivered us from death, hell, and the grave. No longer does death have power over us. No longer does sin have its sting on us. We can resist the devil and he can flee. Because we know whose we are. We know whose we are. And we know what you've done through us. And Lord, this is why we stand today believing and expecting and praying for those that are sick and not well in their bodies. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to pray for... We want to pray for the... Garza family that's dealing with the loss of a family member. The scripture says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Not maybe, not might, but they shall be because of who you are in them. Lord, comfort the Garza family this this morning. Comfort them, be with them. Allow them to feel that tangible presence of who you are in their lives. Be with them and envelop them and give them peace and comfort. Lord, we also want to pray For Marlon, who's not doing well, we pray that you would heal him and restore him and make him well. Remove the fever from him. Remove the fever from him and this bad cough. And I pray in Jesus' name that he he does not have COVID. And Lord, we're also praying for others who have COVID here among us. We pray for uh, we pray for Pastor Tim, and we pray for 
Pastor Jackson and Claire and Chastity and Vanessa and Mighty Vet and Pastor Stan and Shira and all those that are sick among us, Lord. We pray that you would remove COVID from them. Remove COVID from them. These are people whom you have called. These are people whom you have sent your son to. These are people whom your son has sent his spirit to and that are filled with the spirit of God. Now I pray because healing is the children's bread that they would partake of the healing power of God. That you would make them well. Remove fevers and congestion and and pain and achiness. Remove it and heal them. And eradicate COVID from among us. And BA5 and all its other variants. Remove it. Remove it because that's what you are. You don't just heal us a little bit. You heal us all the way through. We, many of us can stand and say, I'm a testimony of being at death's door and God healed me and I'm here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because that's what you've done for me. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. We're praying for Candace and Janelle and Lisa and Luis and Ruth who has a broken arm. We're praying that and believing we're not praying because it's another person to pray for. We're praying, believing, and expecting you to heal. We're expecting you to heal. We're expecting for uh, for uh, for a Janelle for, that you would heal her completely, and Candace that she would no longer have to deal with cancer, and and that you would completely heal Jasmine, and that Jasmine would come into this room, healthy, holding strong, walking in her under her own volition. Lord, in Jesus' name, this is what we're believing, that you would heal Ruth completely. Lord, we're believing you. you. The angel Gabriel told Mary that all things are possible to him that believeth. Lord, we're believing. We're believing for the impossible. And we're expecting you to answer us in, in believing for these impossible things. And Lord, we want to pray that you would completely heal uh, Jenny, who has an aneurysm. Heal her. Connect that which is leaking in her mind and her brain connect it connect it so that it's no longer leaking lord we we have testimony of of people who have had surgically you've done surgery in them and the doctor goes in to examine and they wonder what you've had surgery before you've been healed before you can do these things and i pray that you would do this for jenny and for juanita that you would heal her of covid and let everyone in san diego in that hospital know that that not that she is well and made well because the saints pray the saints pray the saints believe god the saints trust god the saints when the, the bible tells us that when the saints pray that the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous avail month the righteous saints we're praying and expecting and believing and so we pray for justine that you would heal completely and make them well isn't it you who said the psalmist that you heal all our iniquities or that you forgive all our iniquities and heal our diseases. Heal them. Heal them completely and, and forever. Make them well. I pray for everyone in this room that needs a healing touch. I pray for everyone in this room that's waiting for you to heal their wayward sons and daughters. And heal their lost loved ones. Lord, I pray that you would arrest them. Arrest that lost loved one. Whether they're in the middle of wickedness or in the middle of sinning, arrest them. I've seen you do it. I've seen men put down their drinks and run to you. I pray that you would do that for these people. I claim your word over their lives. I break the power of Satan over their lives. And I claim your word in Acts 26 and 18. That you would open their spiritual eyes. And turn them from the darkness to the light. And from the power of Satan unto God. That they may have. That they may have. A place among those that are sanctified. And now, Lord, 
We rejoice with those who are rejoicing and mourn with those who are mourning. But Lord, we have every reason to rejoice this morning because you've heard our prayer. And Paul said, don't worry about anything. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Lord, we want to thank you this morning. We want to thank you. We prayed, and we want to thank you for healing and restoring and giving life and healing people of COVID and eradicating COVID. And, Lord, we want to thank you because you will you will liberate the Ukraine. You will deal those that are, are, are dealing with the people of Ukraine unjustly. Stand, we stand believing and expecting you to do a great work. We stand believing and knowing that there's no distance in our prayer. Liberate the Ukraine, Lord. We saw you do it back in the days when Israel was in battle, and in six days the war was over. In six days. So I'm asking you to do this for all the saints of God here in this house. Heal them, restore them, make them well, allow them to know that they're called of God to do the works of God, to bring glory to God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Wow. So good to see you today. I trust it's good for on your part that you're here. It's good on my part that I am here. Uh, We thank God for you and we thank God for Jesus Christ. I'm so grateful to uh, announce that uh, our sister Hema is here. Uh, Hema, where are you? Oh, wow. So good that I'm so grateful that you are here. And uh, after that bout last week, wow, been to the doctor, stayed there, and you're back already? Thank you. Only, only the Lord. Had it not been for the Lord who was on our side, let Israel say, wow, sure, we are grateful that the Lord was on your side and he worked on your behalf. Thank you so much for our sister, Hema. Thank you. And also, uh, we want to, uh, just in case uh, Darius and Jazz, his mom, uh, were not watching the first service, happy birthday to you, Darius. Your mom wanted you to know that. So we we say a big happy birthday to you. And also a happy, this says, uh, happy heavenly birthday, Rolando Alanis Jr. Now, Now, are you here, Rolando? He's in heaven. I, I thought that might be what that meant. I thought that, but you know, sometimes we write, who wrote that? Who gave that to Oh, okay. Okay. So now, was, was he uh, a parent? All right. Wow. Okay. So this was the day he went home. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, I look forward to that. I look forward, uh, not so much death itself, but I look forward to being with Jesus. And the only way I'm going to get there is if he comes or if I go to him. So I'm looking forward to that as well. 
Amen. So may the Lord bless you and comfort you and continue to comfort you. Amen. Do we have anyone here for the first time? Would you mind raising your hand so we might see uh, you and welcome you? Anyone here for the first time? Oh, thank you over there. Thank you very much. Oh, we, we, we welcome you. We, we, we have a little card that we'd like for you, to, if you don't mind, to fill that out. We just want to say uh, thank you for coming to our service today. And we always try to make those phone calls. And uh, please uh, come again. Come again. We thank you for coming. Was anybody over here for the first time? You don't mind uh, raising your hand? Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, why don't we say hello to everybody? Uh, you can get up and say hello to every, anybody you want to say hello to. All right? Let's do that. Let's have a little music there. Amen. Now listen, when Brandon turns the music off, I think that means we've shifted gears. Yes. I'm so grateful. It's wonderful to say hello to brothers and sisters, isn't it? So wonderful. Thank you very, very much. And I would like to also mention uh, Brother Kenneth uh, Villarreal, who had surgery on his foot, and he is out with... I know you're watching us, you and Amy, and just want you to know we love you and bless you. And also Joan, who had an, uh, another surgery. She had a knee replacement, right? And then she had a crack, a fractured femur. I don't know how that happens. You know, I guess they use a hammer and chisel when they do your knees. Yeah, super, super. Everybody doing well? 
you seem to be a little subdued. It's either you or it's the facilitator. <laughs> it was super. Listen, it's time, it's time to give. It's, a, it's offering time. <laughs> yeah, it's offering time. I, I am one of those persons, I'm like an older person who is working on this. The young people just do it so fluently. Have you noticed that? They'll have their little device up here, and they'll just walk through that thing, and I'm just sitting back there envious. And so when I said, if they can do it, I can do it. And I, can't, I can do it, but not as well. So it's offering time, and if you need an offering envelope, would you mind raising your hand? Ushers will give you one. Thank you so much. And also, you can read the screens if you would like to. I think um, it's the same information we give you every week. If you're online, I'm sure that's, that information is online for you. We have three ways to give in the church. and uh, We're giving here in, in person. But you can also go to cccfellowship.com forward slash give. That is cccfellowship.com forward slash give. Or you could text your gift. If you were to text your gift, it is 361-386-2565. That is 361-386-2565. Uh, let me just say a, a little bit about giving. I told a story in the first uh, service. Uh, my wife gave me some uh, a little job to do. She said, you need to take uh, Elijah, who is our youngest grandson. She said, you need to take Elijah to... Uh, buy some Legos, and I didn't know what Legos were. I thought it was like the waffle or something. I didn't know. And, and so we went to uh, get him some Legos, and I went to pick Elijah. He was about three and a half or four, something like that. And uh, I got in the, I brought him in the, got him in the car, and, and, he, and he was a little boy, and he said, Papa, Papa, you are so good to me, Papa. You are so good to me. And he reached in his pocket, and he pulled out about three crumpled $1 bills. He said, I want to pay you because you're so good to me. You're so good, Papa. He just kept saying that. And I said, no, son. I said, Papas are supposed to do that for their grandchildren. You don't have to pay me. He kept saying, no, but Papa, I have to pay you. I have to pay you. And I was thinking about that this morning because we don't give out of compulsion. We're we don't want to make people give. So we don't try to take money from you so that we can do something with it, as it were. But what giving is a blessing. And it is a blessing. And we don't talk about it much uh, in this church. We just come and take the offering, and we do it kind of carefully. But I was thinking about one time when uh, uh, one of our elders, Elder Elliot Lavelle, uh, was t- uh, talking up here, was receiving an offering. And he talked to us about Israel. Uh, they never appeared before God uh, to worship without giving him something, giving an offering. They weren't paying God because all things come of him. I learned that in the Methodist church. You know, all things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. So it's not a bad thing to talk about giving and why we give. God has been so generous to us. It's like my young, my grandson Elijah said, I just want to do something for you, Papa. I want to give this to you. And this is what we should do when we, we come into the presence of God. We just want to give to God. You know, when I think about God giving his son, his only begotten son, Jesus coming from outside time into outside of time from eternity into time and space to save us 
and to die for us, to die for sins he didn't commit. It just makes me want to not only give uh, my monetary resources, but to give my life more and more. I want to give my life more and more. I don't know how much more to give, frankly, of my life. But I want to find ways to do it. That's not, as Pastor Stan would say, that's not just some preacher talk. I, I try to find ways to give back. And I'd like to just talk to you sometime about my life, not boasting in me, but in how good God is. How God can take you from basically nothing. Praying parents, godly parents, godly grandparents, godly relatives, uncles and aunts, and take you from that place basically with nothing and take you and put you on high and send you to places you never even knew existed. It's, it's an amazing thing that God has done. And he has that, not just for me, but for all of us, every one of us. So that's what offering is for me. The scripture says, but this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. And then he says, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency may have an abundance for every good work. This is the word of the Lord. The ushers are coming. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus For I just want to speak the name of Jesus Every dark addiction starts to break, declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Your name is power. Your name is
That's what church is about. I mean, that's what we're about. It's about this one man who has done what no other man has ever done. And when you consider Jesus, there's no other reason for us to be gathered together. Jesus saved us from what we could not be saved from. Jesus is our eternal healing because we have been healed from the most dreaded disease anyone could have, and that's sin. We were born with it, and he has removed it from us. That's what being born again is about. So I want us to just thank the Lord, and, and everything that we do is, is about Christ Jesus, even what we're about to do now, we're going to dedicate a baby, and and it's about bringing this baby to the Lord, and dedicating her to the Lord, and uh, what we're going to do is, is dedicate Kesiah, uh to the Lord, and and uh, say, it doesn't mean that she's saved today, but it does mean that we're doing like the Bible says, we're giving it to the, to the Lord so that he will protect her all the days of her life. And he's going to bring her to himself. I believe that. Brother, Brother Brandon. Okay, today we are dedicating Kizia Zoe Davis. She was born May the 29th, 2021 in Houston Methodist Hospital. Her mother's name is Melinda Wynette Davis. Her relatives, her brother, Cordell Davis, grandparents, Gail and Henry Davis, aunt, Cynthia Coates, great aunt and uncle, Sandra and Don Davis, and cousins, Maria Otre and Onesius Davis.
Amen. Would you rather them sing that than me? <laughs> Kasaya. Wow. We're going to bless you, Mom. First, lay our hands on you and bless you. In the name of the Lord, we thank God for you and we thank God for your baby. And the Bible tells us that Jesus himself said we should suffer the little children to come unto him. And do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of heaven. And that is so amazing to me. I believe that scripture. And when I re believe, I read the scripture where Hannah dedicated her baby to the Lord, said he'll be lent to you all the days of your life. Uh, I believed that scripture. And when we were a very young church, maybe uh, one year or less, uh, we had a little baby. Her name was Claire. And uh, this little baby we dedicated to the Lord. And I thought to go through something, maybe in a, what we call a perfunctory way, you know, be polite and get through that, you know, and then get to the real serious stuff. And the Holy Spirit just came into that building in an amazing way. And we determined that day we would always dedicate our babies to the Lord. And I want to thank all of you for being here, standing here. And you are standing here to say, I'm going to be with this mother. I'm going to be with this mother, stand with this mother. She sh should she need me, she can call on me. And I will not tell this baby, uh, Kisaya jo uh, Zoe, anything different than her mom is bringing her up. In. Her mom's going to bring her up in the, the fear and the nurture of the Lord. And then, and, that, and we're going to echo that. We're not going to tell any old wives' tales and any old husband tales. <laughs> right? None of those. We, we're going to talk about Jesus Christ, the song that we just heard, and the songs we were singing uh, today. Hi, Kisaya. Do you trust me? Do you, you trust me? I just bless you. Bless grandmother, too. Amen. give you glory and honor and we bless this family we thank you God almighty for children and she is a blessing from you and Lord God we ask you to just bless her mightily pour yourself into her cause her to walk in the ways of the Lord just like you did for little, little Samuel you called him before he even knew you before he even knew your voice he had never known it and you called him do this for Kesiah. In Jesus' name, I sense your favor. Thank you, God, for it. We bless her. Yes, Jesus loves Kesiah. For the Bible tells us so. May she be yours all the days of her life. Dedicated to you. Now protect her from dangers seen and unseen in this troubled world. Let her never be duped by it. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.
Oh, bro Brother Brandon, do we have any marching out music? Well, thank, thank you, all of you. Thank you. It's good to see you. Pastor Lister, it's good to see you. I know you're a part of this family. Bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that wonderful rendition, Brandon. <laughs> wow. So we are, we're now going to have the word of the Lord, and, and I just want you to put on uh, your seatbelts, buckle up, as my wife would say. Uh, buckle up. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to go through some turbulence here. <laughs> it just means we're going to have a straight word. Uh, I've known this young woman for uh, about 55 years. I guess I met her when I was a little babe. And we met about 55 years ago, and I've been married to her now for uh, 53 years and s- six months. <laughs> so, so we've been married a long time, and uh, I've known her. She, when she was a little girl, she wanted to be a missionary, and, but she did not want to marry a preacher. So, so what we, we did was baptize her into the ministry. Uh, being a Methodist girl, that was a big feat. So thank you so much for, for being here today. And I thought I would ask her to share the word of the Lord. Uh, many people around the world quote her. Uh, I was in uh, Croatia a few years ago, and our, our uh, ministry partner there in Croatia said, uh, Pastor Don, I don't want to insult you. I don't want to uh, hurt your feelings, but Sister Marva is my favorite. She is my favorite. And so uh, this is my uh, plain-spoken wife who will share with you the word of the Lord today. And uh, I'm glad she said yes when I asked. Amen. Thank you, Sister Marva. Sister Marva Lavelle. Good morning. Well, thank you. Thank you and good morning, everybody. It's just good to be here today. Wow. I have so felt the presence of the Lord in this house this morning. First service, second service, praised and worshiped the freedom, the word, and then to bless a baby. Have mercy. God is here already. Already God is here. Well, I have, I have, uh, I'm going to share the gospel with you. In fact, I'm going to be reading most of it directly from the book. And as our pastor has taught us, the Bible is not about a lot of things. It's about a man and his name is Jesus. Amen. It's him we preach. It's him we teach. And it's him that we live unto. Amen. And my subject, you know, I want to quote it right. I did write it down here. I think it's maturing in faith. Maturing in faith. And today I'm going to be talking about Peter. 
about the Apostle Peter. In fact, I'm going to be reading from 1 Peter chapter 5. In fact, all of the, most of the verses, I think I go to about verse 10. And I'm going to be uh, reading it directly and kind of expounding on it as we go. But Peter is a fascinating man to me. Uh, Just a regular guy that Jesus called and Peter followed. And something happened to him because once he encountered the Savior, he was no longer the same. Do I have any people in here that encountered the Lord and they are now no longer the same? My hand is up. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. The Jesus that saves you is the, is the Jesus that will change you. Amen. 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 I'm not saying it's a, a moment-to-moment thing. For some people, it is. I know a person or two that from moment to moment, they were totally different. But the rest of us kind of have to walk out of that thing. A line at a time. Amen. <laughs> but he's faithful. And what I love about him is that he just will not give up on us. Anyway, let me tell you a little bit about Peter. Peter, uh, well, just let me start reading because I see the clock and it is not waiting for me. Okay, Peter, 1 Peter 5, I'm gonna, we're going to do 1 through 4 and then we're going to keep rolling. I'm going to go pretty fast though. Okay, and he's writing uh, to the churches in Galatia and, and beyond and he's talking, he's writing to believers People that already know the Lord, people that are already in the faith, uh, some more mature than others. But, but just like in here, God is talking to everybody. When Peter wrote that letter, it was read to everybody. Amen. So that's the way the Lord is. The gospel is good. It may not be where you are, but believe me, <laughs> you will get there. I remember when I was a little girl, they would say, honey, just keep living. Just keep living. You know, we used to sing those hymns, and I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm always come with a song or two. And uh, some of those songs, we like the hot beat gospel, but I was a little Methodist girl, and we sung out the book. We sung those hymns, a lot of those verses, and you're going to hear a couple of them today before I sit down. Oh, yeah, count on it. Uh, <laughs> count on it. I better do this. Okay. The elders, verse 1. I'm going to go one through four. The elders which are among you, I exhort, Peter is saying, I, who am also an elder. He's in the group. So the word is for him and for everybody else. I'm also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. So, Peter's talking to himself, but Peter wants them to, he's probably the, the, the senior elder there, but he wants them to know that he was with Christ and he saw his miracles, he saw his sufferings, he met the resurrected Lord on the day of Pentecost. This guy preached to, and 3,000 people were saved, okay? Now, Peter was in the garden. When Jesus was praying and those big drops of blood fell from him, he was in the garden when the soldiers came to take him and uh, he wasn't wasn't all that right then because he pulled out his knife and wanted to take the guy's head, but the guy did this and he only got the ear. We're talking about this, Peter. 
the one that preached on Pentecost Day and 3,000 was saved. Just saying, God deals with people, okay? Peter was there on the Mount of Transfiguration when, when, when the glory of heaven came down and shone on Peter and he just white, 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 white. He got all excited. Oh, let's build some, let's build some tabernacles, Elijah, Moses, and, and Jesus. Uh-uh. And they said a big cloud came down. Did not please heaven at all. Sometimes he would just say stuff, you know. Big cloud came down, and uh, all of a sudden, those other two men were gone, and uh, a voice rang out and said, this is my beloved son, hear him. And that's who the Lord wants us to hear at all times. He alone has the words of life. Amen? Amen. If it's not Jesus, it's not life. All right. Anyway, anyway. He beheld his sufferings. And he goes on to say, talking to the elders, feed the flock of God which is among you, taking oversight, not by constraint. We're not making them do anything. Just understand this, that what we do for the Lord, we do willingly. Not for filthy lucre. We're not in it for personal gain, money, but with a ready mind. Because now your mind is changed. We have the mind of Christ. Our thoughts are his thoughts. Our ways should be his ways. And this is what he is exhorting the elders of the church to do. These are supposed to be the more mature members. Then he goes on to say, neither as being lords over God's heritage. The elders are not to be bossy, controlling, haughty. You understand that Peter is speaking to the elders as one of them. And every teacher should never be caught talking down to anyone. We should be at the level at which we are speaking and teaching and respecting all. Neither as being lords over God's heritage, because the sheep belong to the Lord, but being examples to the flock. As people of God, we are to be examples. When they look at us, there should be something about us that makes them think of, remember, or whatever the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Examples of the flock. These are the people for which Christ died for. Understand this. Peter knew and understood what the sheep meant to Jesus. How he loved them. How he cared for them. How he forgave them. How he suffered for them. How he cried when, <laughs> when they were in difficult places how he would pray, how he would heal the sick, how he would feed people. That was because he cared. So that was the heart of a good shepherd. And so every man of God that is feeding the flock, overlooking the flock, guiding the flock, protecting the flock, should be an example just as Christ was our living example of what it is to be a shepherd. I know pastor takes a lot of heat. I mean, he can handle it because he's very kind. He's very merciful. If there's any way he can help you, he's going to help you. You can run out of here and we don't see you for 10, 10 years. And here you come right back. <laughs> and you know what? 
You see, Peter uh, deserted uh, Christ on the day of crucifixion. He ran away. He ran away. And then some girls saw him. Hey, don't, weren't, you, weren't, you, weren't you one of them? And you know what? And the Bible says he cursed. Now I know what that means in Texas. <laughs> but I don't know what that meant then. But, 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 but I do know this. I bet it wasn't in the prayer book. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, we shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not. And so Paul, not Paul, but Peter is saying, care for those that Jesus loved. Love them like Jesus loved them. And you know, and, uh, but he's talking not only to the, to the elders, to the older believers, he's talking to all believers. This is, this is where we all should be heading. If we're not there, this is the direction that we should all be moving in. You know, I tell y'all all the time, I, I was, it was hard for me to forgive people. And my husband, I tell you this story, my husband had to help me out. We were coming to church one day and I was, and he said, oh, Marvy, you act like you've never done anything wrong. Sure did hurt me. But it was the truth. It was the truth. And to be, for, uh, to be forgiven, we must be forgiving. To be like Christ, we must be forgiving forgive and you will be forgiven it is written amen and that was the way the lord embraced embraced peter after peter deserted him at at, at what appeared to be his most difficult hour but after he was risen and and and, and the and the people saw him he said meet me in in galilee and bring peter bring peter yeah and there, here we, here Peter is teaching the elders because our God is a God that restores. Amen. So what we need to do is seek the will of God so we'll know the ways of God. And this is gained through prayer, a relationship with him, uh, dialogue. He said, if you call on me, I'll answer you and I'll show you great, great, great and awesome things. Awesome things. Yeah. Amen. Now, looking for my looking for my other paper here. Here we go. Now he's going to talk to the younger. Likewise, the younger talking to the older. Now he's talking to the younger people because there are all levels of maturity in the church. And you know, just because you see the white hair, do not assume that they're mature in the Lord. Because things happen in people's lives at different stages, and, and, the, and we all grow at different levels, at different paces. I learned that when uh, I would minister in the jail. I really liked ministering in the jail. And one reason that I really liked it is because no one could deny that they needed help. Guilty or innocent, if you are in jail, you need help. And, and, I, I, and then you would, all, you would think that it's going to be a bunch of young people, 20, 30, 40, 50, not 60, 70, 
but all ages. Because life happens to all people at different times. And what I found out is that a lot of times people end up there because they have never really heard the gospel. They've never really heard and understood that Jesus cares. And a lot of people end up in there because they're in desperate situations. And and I bring this up a lot because it's a good word and it's worth being repeated. The pastor taught us about the word in Spanish, esperanza, which means hope. Esperanza is the noun. Esperar is the verb that means to hope. And people that do this in the word for desperate, desesperar. So desperate people are people that have no hope. They don't know God. And the word hope means to wait, to expect, and to hope. And so people without hope have no reason to expect anything better. They don't know that God is good to them that wait on them. So they put their hands to it. They manipulate rather than wait on God. And then they end up in this difficult place. All because they didn't know the Lord. That's why we preach the gospel. He saves, he heals, and he delivers. Now back to to Peter. Okay. Likewise, ye younger, talking to the young folks, submit yourselves unto the elders. Yea, all you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Amen. Be clothed with humility. What does that look like? What does that sound like? Well, I tell you what. An humble person is a grateful person. A humble person is a meek person. Humility uh, doesn't, it's not self-seeking. And here it says, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. I skipped a line because I've missed this and this is very important. It says, be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. Be closed. Let that be your garment. When people see you, let them see that that is what you wear, that this is your attitude. Amen. This is the way you conduct yourself. Be clothed with it. If you're going to be known by something, be known by that. Uh, this is kind of a feel, uh, interesting story. It, it might work here. I have a sister-in-law that I absolutely love. She lives in Austin, and she works in a, in a facility where people get overwhelmed with life and they have emotional problems. Is that me bumping? Okay. And they have emotional problems. And she shared with us, we were visiting at my sister's house several months ago. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but she said, uh, we were talking about personalities and people being kind. And she said, well, we had this incident at the hospital and on their elevators, you have to have a key to get in them, to get on them. And, uh, So some kind of way, one of the patients ended up in the elevator and would not get out. I need that mic, dear. Okay. And would not get out of the elevator. So many of the staff members were standing around her. 
many of the staff, mem staff members were standing around her, and, uh, and the lady was just blasting them. Oh, I, I need this, don't I? The lady was just blasting them. You are rude. I mean, the, the, the workers were standing in front of the elevator trying to talk her out. You are rude. You are mean. She was saying this one, that one, this one, that. You're rude. You're mean. You don't listen to anybody. And then she looked at my sister below, and you're just nice. <laughs> so Karen says, well, can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? Understand what I'm saying? If something's going to be said about you, just say, well, she's just nice. Let people talk about that. Okay. All right. God resists the proud. God resists the proud. I got some papers here, you all, and I'm really trying to just be patient with me, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You know, but I'm just going to keep going. God resists the proud. What does it look like when God resists you? He withstands you. He frustrates you. He opposes you, and he will hinder you. But the word says that God gives grace to the humble. What does grace look like? Favor. Looks like help. Looks like assistance. It's like making a way. <laughs> and it's all on display. God resists the proud. It's an ugly thing to have the Lord himself resisting you. Amen. So he's insorting us, and the, the clock is really rolling. He's exhorting us, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. You don't have to be self-promoting. You can let God promote you. Better to be lifted up than to be asked down at all times. And then, and then he goes on to say, and let me tell you something about humble people, people with humility. They're very grateful. They appreciate things, and they don't mind saying thank you. No job is too little. No job is too small. And they serve willingly. Not that the, their name has to be called or that they have to be recognized. They're just glad to be in the kingdom. They're just glad to be in the house. I think David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to be up here in the pulpit or anything else than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Amen. And then he goes, and see, and another thing is that prayer will change you. Doesn't even have to change the circumstance if it changes you. Now, when I was a little girl, prayer was a big thing in the Methodist church. We had a lot of songs about prayer. A lot of songs about prayers. They could really be slow and serious and make people cry. Yeah, and sometimes we would cry because we want to go to choir rehearsal to learn them. And my mother would say, Hun, oh, my grandmother, the one, I don't want to. She said, there is no one I don't want to in the Bible. And this is what you need because this will not leave you. And my husband used to go to the nursing home all the time. And, and people wouldn't even know their name. In fact, there's, here's another little joke. There was this politician going around, going around, and they just smiled and smiled. And then this lady says, well, do you know who I am? And, and she said, no, but if you ask that nurse, she'll tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So let me tell you, what, what goes on in your spirit remains. It follows you to heaven. Amen. 
the work that you do in the kingdom, your works live after you. Now that is, all of that is written. Here he's saying, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Okay, you have this, this like uh, humility issue. Get before God. He can handle that. Nothing is too difficult for God. And let me tell you, the older I get, the more I understand that thing about prayer. And I'm way up there now. I mean, I'm on overtime now. He only promised 70. I'm on overtime. Okay. Casting your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Pray. Trust God. Go to God with your issues and your needs. Now, we used to sing, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. Lydia, Lydia, Lydia. Can you, you mind, you mind, quick, 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 quick. Because I I only got a few minutes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what breaks we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. I could go two more verses, but I won't. (laughs) Hey, 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 one more, one more. Now this one, now this one. I, I had a precious friend going through a very, very difficult trial. And she was taking piano lessons. And her piano teacher taught her hymns. She shared with me, she said, honey, I would get on that piano and play those hymns and encourage myself in the Lord. Just her alone. And see, the word teaches us that like David had to encourage himself in the Lord one time. Things got so rough, couldn't tell anybody. It was just him and Jesus. Now this one, I must tell Jesus. All of my trials, I don't know the words. Trials, I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my distressing, kindly will aid me. He ever loves and cares for his own. See, we sung out the book, girl. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus. I cannot bear these burdens alone. I must tell Jesus, Jesus will help me. Jesus can help me. Jesus. Hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you. All those little songs like that, all about prayer, all about the Lord, his love and his caring. Cast all your cares upon him so hard call him then he goes on i'm going to read real quick now be soberer, be so vigilant because your adversary and we do have an adversary there is evil in the world i mean hey and it's roaming the streets invading our schools invading our government invading our churches invading our homes it's real but you know what all we have to do is withstand him he's saying be sober be ser- be serious be alert Don't be careless, be wise and temperate. 
not given to excess. You open the door to stuff. When you deal in the excess, the kids call, Mama, she just extra. <laughs> no, she just extra. No, don't be extra. Don't be extra. Be holy. If, it's, if you have to ask if it's too short, you don't know, don't put it on. You don't know? You don't know. Amen. Seek the will of God. This is gained through prayer, the relationship with him. I'm going to be closing up now. Amen. 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 My last little point, and I'm going to take my seat. Adversary, the devil, seeking whom he may devour. He has one assignment, steal, kill, and destroy. Whom you resist, steadfast in the faith. Just resist. The word says, resist him and he'll flee. Now, there are those in the faith that are dealing with issues same as all of us are. No trial or temptation has overtaken you except it's common to man. What's happening to you is common. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that you that are in the world. Okay, if you're in the world, there's going to be trouble. You're going to be afflicted. There are going to be things that you're going to have to deal with. But verse 10 says this. Okay, no, before that, it says they have gone through them and they have overcome them all. No trial or temptation has come to you or overtaken except it's coming to man. But the word says, but, but with the trial in the temptation comes a way out. So know that they come in pairs, the trial and the way out. So our business is to wait for the Lord. Wait for the Lord. Okay. Verse 10, but the God of all grace, and we say that around here, uh, God is able to give you what? That you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Yeah, everything. And it's available for you. That nothing is too hard. The grace that saves, the grace that changes, is the grace that keeps, the grace that forgives, the grace that covers, the grace that comforts, the grace that helps you to hold on, the grace that helps you to let it go. The grace that will help you wait and keep on waiting. The grace to believe when it seems to be impossible. The grace to help you to remember. And the grace to help you to forget. Anybody in here have some things that you had to forget? To go on with God. It is written, forget those things that are behind you. And press on forward to that high mark in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, this is, this is uh, something that really, really got me. But the, but the God of all grace, who hath called you into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, that business of suffering, a business of suffering. We are all called to suffer. 
to reign with him, you're going to have to suffer with him. No cross bearing, no crown wearing. No cross bearing, no crown wearing. Suffering, what does it look like? Enduring agony, great pain physically, awful anxiety, even though the word, the word teaches just to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your, let your uh, need be made, be made known to God. And he will keep your mind and heart fixed. Suffering great loss of all kinds, homes, cars, loved ones, heartbreak, betrayal, loneliness, failures, all common. Suffering with him. You'll reign with him. That's what the Bible says. And see, when, when trouble comes in my life, and I've been through some pretty difficult things, waiting for the sun to come up so I can call somebody and pray. People asking for the key to the church before the church is open at 5 in the morning to come and pray. It can get that dark. These are called dark times. But my, I need my mic up. But my, uh, my trials have taught me some things. Whenever something happens, I just start looking for Jesus. Where is God in this? Where is God in this? He said he'd never leave me. I need to see him now. And then let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is what I found out. I can go to prayer, and, I, and, and that helps, but I came across this scripture. Holy music, I'm going to be done in about two minutes. Isaiah 45, 3 says this. God said, I will give you the treasure of darkness and hidden wealth of the secret places. Darkness, like dark times. There are secrets in your dark times. So he's saying, uh, it's hidden, but not hidden from you, hidden for you. When this starts happening, he's calling you to the secret place. He's got something to give you that is a treasure. But you know what our treasure is. His name is Jesus. The treasures of darkness. See, your pain has purpose. I'm not saying the Lord sends them. They, uh, Job told us that a man's days on earth are few but full of trouble. But even in that, God can be glorified and magnified and seen. He says, I can turn your mourning into dancing. He says, I can make all things work together for your good. And I've taught the ladies in the women's ministry that if it ain't good yet, it's because he ain't through yet. Wait on God. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Treasures of darkness hidden in secret place. Go into the secret place with God and receive Jesus, our treasure. Now, you know what he said? He said, ah, but the God of all grace who's called you into eternal glory by Christ Jesus 
after you have suffered a while, not forever, just for a while, and my, we would say just a few moments and his kingdom is going to pay for it all. You're going to suffer just a while. But you're not even going to suffer alone. <laughs> he says, we'll make you perfect. What does that mean? Lacking nothing. Complete. <laughs> he will establish you. Make you secure. Confirm you. You'll be fixed and set. He will strengthen you. That's, that's, that's what, this is what Peter's preaching what he knows. <laughs> he will, he will perfect you, establish you, strengthen you. Not going to be wobbling and waving and not knowing how to act or do and settle you. He will establish you on a sure foundation and that will be your faith in Christ alone. Oh, he's so good like that. He is so good like that. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Our God is good and worthy to be praised forevermore. Amen. Exalt his name on the earth. Exalt his name in the heavens. God of wonders beyond the galaxy. He has gone over and beyond for me. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I bless your holy name. I thank you for what you've done in my life. I thank you that you've kept my mind. Lord, I, oh, I just remember. I remember places in darkness. I remember one Sunday, after, one Saturday, we had such a good time with my mama. Don had gone over there to visit her. They laughed and cried and laughed and laughed. He left. She called me. We laughed and laughed. She said, he almost had me on the floor. The next day, my mother goes to church. She uh, calls. I don't, I'm not feeling the best. I told my brother, grate some cheese. I'm going to make some enchiladas when I get home. She did it quickly. She did it quickly. My daddy said, get this lady's phone number for me, honey. I need to call her. She makes a call. This is Sunday afternoon. We've had church. My mama gives him the number, lays on the bed. My dad makes a call, goes back. My mother's gone. My best friend. We just started this church. Just moved back here. My support, my best friend. My daddy called me. I was just shaking. I couldn't even dial the phone. I had to call the operator, call my brother-in-law. Meet us at the church. We go to the church. God knew. Don had a speaker. He wasn't even going to preach that night. I was at home. That's another story. I, I looked at him. Mama's gone. We had to grab my kids. Go to the house. I was cool. Till I got to the house and saw the red sirens. They were trying to bring her back. She's gone. Went to the hospital. She was gone. I went home. I just crashed. The Lord had told my husband someone was going to die. He was picking that day or that week. Right, honey? He was picking up the house. And see, it was a baby church. And everybody, everybody knew what the pastor should have been doing that he wasn't doing. So he would get all these letters, but they wouldn't be bold enough to put their name on them. I don't know if they, they were afraid of what he would do or what I would do. I don't know. 
but but there was one with no name on it. He didn't toss it. He said, I already feel so bad, I'm going to open it. There was a check in there for $25,000. Anonymous. Why, why, why am I telling you this? I'm not sure, but I know this. <laughs> I know that it's something that would have made my mama so happy. See, she would go to her church, go to our church first, then come to our church. She would go to her church and our church. She was our support system. And I know that she would have been rejoicing more than, more than we were because she was that kind of person. And so I just want to say this, that even in the most painful time, the most difficult situation, the Lord will find a way to touch you and you can be rejoicing in the midst of your sorrow hope for tomorrow rainbow in somebody's cloud hey yeah god is good god is i'm gonna stop may you come come join me love you can help me sit down yes i'll take a seat i just want to say thank you i love you all so much I don't know why my papers were all twisted and everything today, but hey, he said, because you twisted them, honey, because you twisted them. We've been married a long time, y'all. Some things you just live with. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you. just offer offer salvation to somebody here somebody online let's offer salvation you know Peter talks about after you've suffered a while God is going to he's going to establish you he's going to settle you down he's going to perfect you make you everything that God wanted you to be but if you don't come to Jesus you, you can't be what God wants you to be so I'm going to ask right now just for a moment just give me a moment if if there's anybody here who wants to give his or her life to Jesus Christ today, I want you to raise, uh, raise your hand, wave at me, and we want to just invite you to Jesus and show you how to come to God through Jesus Christ. Is there anybody like that here? Anyone? Anyone? Yes. What? Yes. Yes, yes ma'am. You're the one who got saved last week, and, and yes, Pastor Bird, just get it and just bless her. Bless her life. Is there anybody else? Sister Martha, can you help him join me? Okay. Yes, would you mind coming and let me, let me, let's just bless your life. Would you mind? Would you mind? It is. Okay. Yes, would you mind? Is it okay? Can you? Yeah. Let's give us just a couple of minutes or so. Oh, let me meet you. I'm going to meet you. Yeah, I just meet you. I'm so glad that you came. I'm so glad you came. You know, it's, it's just so wonderful. Thank you for coming. Wow. There's nothing better we can do than give ourselves to Jesus Christ. Have your heart. 
she had given her life to Christ in the past. She said, no. Well, this is the best day of the rest of your life. Coming to Jesus Christ. First thing we must, to come to God, we must admit that we, we are wrong. And each one of us here who knows Jesus, we have admitted that we are wrong. We say, God, I'm a sinner. I need a Savior, Savior. And that's what I want to ask you to pray. And I'm so grateful to God for you today. Praise your name. Ms. Rachel, Rachel, say this with me. Dear God. Dear God. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Save me. Save me. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. Forgive my old, all of my debt. Forgive me all of my debt. My sin. My sin. And I will serve you. I will serve you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. And say, help me. Help me. To serve you. To serve you. The rest of my life. Rest of my life. I give you, I give you all of myself. All of myself today. today. Thank you. Thank you. For hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer. And for saving. And for saving. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. And Father, I thank you for salvation. For your daughter Rachel. We bless her. We bless you for providing eternal salvation. When a sinner repents, all a sinner has to do to escape eternal damnation is to say I was wrong. Save me. God, you are amazing. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 What I want you to do, Miss Rachel, I want you to call the church and one of these will give you, Miss Debbie here, will give you a, a card or something. You call the church and you tell us now we're going to be baptized. Alright? We'll baptize you. Jesus' name. Is that all right? I want to see you again next week, okay? God bless you. The best day of your life. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Wow. It's time to go now. Wow. So let's leave here today. In the name of the Lord, if you don't mind standing, we'll, we'll just go ahead and leave today. I appreciate you and pre appreciate your presence. Thank you so much. Remember, the next week, we have one of our TFI partners in Indonesia is going to be here, Pastor Honey. Help me with this, Sarah Panjani, I think. I, that was close, right? Sarah Panjani is going to be here. He's in the States, and he wanted to come and see us. So uh, let, let's come and, and uh, uh, hear from him uh, next week, and, and maybe, maybe next week I might preach a little bit with him, all right? So I want to say how much it's been... Uh, pleasure of ours to be with you today. And, and uh, Kasiah, we love you, little Kasiah, in Jesus' name. Did I say her name well? Okay, Kasiah, jo uh, Zoe, yes, super. Well, why don't we lift our hands to the Lord, and we're going to bless our brothers and sisters. Let's bless them. We, that means we're going to say something good about them, well, uh, something well-pleasing to God. So let's repeat after me. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And the Lord give you his peace. In Jesus' name, I bless you. Amen.
Go with God, everybody. We love you. We love you.